Hey everybody, it's Still Sober with John Raven. You're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. How are you doing? I'm fine. Had a, uh, a mini vacation, went away for the weekend. I, a uh, close friend of my wife's uh, graduated from law school. I believe the term was finally graduated from law school. But uh, so we went to Houston and uh, used it as an excuse to stay at a nice hotel so that she could check out the pool. I could check out the bed and uh, nap and watch ESPN on a TV versus just YouTube clips because I don't feel like paying for cable. Um, as well as, uh, and then uh, the uh, graduate is a family through like a fancy dinner and all that. So it was, um, it was fantastic. Uh, and then it's right back to the grind where um, in my industry, where we rent out uh, plates, glasses, flatware, um, like upper tier for you know parties and weddings and that sort of thing we're starting to starting to finally kind of slow down uh, april and may are um crazy ass it's like end of march all the way to about mid mid may it's crazy as shit so like it's um it's 12 months in a year four months of that two months in spring two months in fall are crazy batshit times four months are regular and four months are slow. So we're ramping down into the easy time and then it'll get slow, then it'll ramp up and then it'll be fucking crazy and then it'll come down. It's it, it's in a wave. So it's starting to, uh, but I got, uh, got my little mini vacation out of the way and that's how I've been rolling. Um, I wanted to, mention because I've mentioned this before and and I say that I mentioned things before when I realize I've been doing this podcast solo for so long that at some point I'm going to start fucking repeating myself and I do repeat myself but hopefully you're in the same boat as I am where your memory is shit so it's not like you're going to remember everything that I've ever fucking said. And when I say it, you'll be like, that sounds familiar, but it won't be like to the point where you're quoting me as I'm talking going, yes, 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 we get it. Blah, blah, blah. And then you quote right along with me. But I've noticed on social media. Now at this point in social media, I've, unfollowed or on Instagram it'd be uh, called muted I've muted I haven't unfollowed anybody but I've muted just about everybody like the only people I keep now that I know people that I know that I keep on are people that do not annoy me that like to post pictures occasionally of what's going on in their life, you know, and Hey, this is cool kind of pictures, um, political statements. You're gone. Um, there's nothing more irritating than somebody trying to, um, who, you know, 
if they're left wing or right wing, talking to most of their friends who are either left wing or right wing. They all agree on the same thing. And yet they're going to post a meme and text and write a big, long thing expressing how this is wrong and this is the way things should be. Two people that immediately agree with them. Like, what? Who? thank you for wasting my time and making me feel, you know, I come on this app because I'm uh, avoiding that and you're bringing that to the forefront of my distraction. So I've weeded out a lot of that. Um, however, there are some things that still come through that I notice. And one of the things I've always noticed is if you know a couple, if you know somebody who's dating somebody long-term or they're married and that person starts posting a lot of selfies, their relationship is in crisis. The other side of that is when somebody's in a relationship and they start posting the opposite of that. They're not posting selfies. They're instead posting more frequently than usual pictures and talking about how much they love their wife or how great their husband is. But they're doing it like not on a, hey, it's their birthday or happy Valentine's Day or you know, happy Father's Day to this great father who runs my family. Like, you know, instead of that, but like just all the time. Also, that relationship is in crisis. So actually, the first thing that I think is, what the fuck did you do? What are you overcompensating for? But that is the two signs that something's not right. And it sucks because I see it. And then later you hear, oh, yeah. This is, you know, they, they separated or, oh, they broke up. And you're like, fuck, that sucks. But also low key on a selfish level, I was right again, which is not great when you already got an ego issue. And the last thing you need to do is reinforce the fact that your assumptions are more accurate than they need to be. So this is not in that same vein, but it is kind of. I have always thought of people who get catfished as they're just gullible people, right? When it comes to uh, a mail order bride or somebody that they met online and are having a long distance relationship with. I just figured that somebody was in a state of desperation in their life. And that's probably true where they get caught up in this thing. And when you see that in somebody, you immediately kind of want to go, ah, somebody needs to, tell this motherfucker what's really going on. But it that, that doesn't work. They just have to go through it. And you have to kind of sit there and go, uh, oh, when's the bomb going to drop? So you kind of ignore it. Or like I do, you mute, you mute them because you don't want to see the train wreck. You don't want to see inevitability 
take form. Um, and, I, and a lot of times you've only heard about it, right? It's like, I don't know anybody like this. Well, it turns out I do. I've known a few people. You know, one was at a uh, at the high, at my high school reunion. Was all like, "Oh yeah, this is my girlfriend." Is and and he shows me a picture, and he's she's super hot, and like um, like Instagram model, like a, a professional photo done. And I'm like, "That's the picture you you say." You, I mean, obviously, that's that's a picture you're going to save. But I mean, dude, I could take a I I could save a picture Insta, of an Instagram model or. Find one on OnlyFans and go. This is my, this is my girlfriend. Like, is she? Is that a dildo? But uh, he, and and then he, you know, then he tells me, no, I've I've gone to visit her in uh, Ukraine, which is you know, touchy. But uh, and it just, but you kind of sit there and you just kind of go, I wonder what the angle is. It seems like a money grab. And I haven't spoken to him since, but I don't really want to like contact him and, and pretend that I, I want to know how things are going and then ask out of care. That seems like a dick move. So I'm not going to do that. But uh, I'm assuming that didn't end well or it's not going to. And then I've just recently seen another person who I, I, you know, I saw it. And it has to do with, and here's the thing about it, is is not that there's a scam going on. I think some of them, a lot of them are, mail order bride kind of shit, where one Eastern European woman has several suitors, and it's the whole get me money, and then I can come to America and be your wife, and then at some point, um, complications arise, and um, they string them along. Like multiple people, it sounds like a, like an industry. Like that's 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 the full time job is you got to contact enough lonely American men to make your money. Um, but I think on a lower level, not not because of money, but because of a because of just this this connection that you can have with somebody over the internet. Only because it's just something nice about contacting and chatting with somebody over there. Because I'm, you know, I wasn't in an official relationship, but I kind of sort of was with with someone like years and years ago in that same kind of line where, you know, you you're suggestive and all that sort of shit and flirty via text being mess you know message you're dming back and forth and all this other stuff because it's this fantasy world of oh wouldn't it be great if we got together and then you just never seem to get together because at least one of you knows that it's a fantasy that it's not real but you both kind of play along or you think you know it's like oh that'd be great but i'm not going to break my habit my routine of what i'm doing to make them, I'm not going to put forth an effort and spend a bunch of money to to find out, you know, to meet somebody in person 
who you know better than people you see in person every day, but you've been chatting with the same person for, you know, some people, you know, for years, some people, and you know them really well, but you get to a point where you have a relationship with somebody strictly on DMs, and then, then you actually meet them, and it's not the same. You're kind of uncomfortable. It's just, it, it, it's, it's just different. The vibe's not the same. I've also had the same kind of thing where, you know, you're chatting with somebody, you get to know them really well. Like somebody you've always known peripherally, but somehow due to whatever reason, you start chatting with them through Facebook Messenger or something. And that's the only conversation with them. And you realize you've had more conversations with this person via Facebook Messenger than you ever had in person. And then when you do see them in person, you don't talk as much, but it's like, hey, that's we're really close, but not close enough to talk in person. It's just, I don't know. It's just a, a thing. So I can understand when somebody develops a long distance relationship with somebody in another country, that it's not necessarily that that person disappeared on you or didn't go through with whatever your plans were because when reality finally hits, it's just not the same as the whole, the idea of it was good. I don't think, you know, there's a, I think a lot of these people, I think the one side that, that ends up ghosting is not leaving because they're malicious or that was their plan all along. I think it's one of those things where you just kind of realize that, oh, like reality hits and you're like, no, this is not what I want. I'm going to chicken out. And I think that's social media and the way things have, have, gone with you know they it's it's turned us into uh, being very comfortable in our own homes on our devices but then when it comes to actually doing stuff it's hard to follow through and then people have the misconception that this is the case because they are an introvert they are not introverts it's just called social anxiety that is developed because of our dependency on social media and devices and our ADHD that we've developed because of social media and devices. So there's a whole lot. I just need to get out because I was just thinking about that. That's what I've been thinking about today. It's just people that have people that I know who have over the years just tried to figure out, you know, why did I waste this long with this long distance relationship that didn't pan out and it's like and then they kind of look back and it's like was it all a lie and I'm like I don't think it was a lie per se I don't think it's that cut and dry I just think it manifested into into a lie because reality was too hard to face Speaking of avoiding reality, I 
my new Xbox um, Series S. So it's new to me. This is not the latest one. But I realized I've had the same Xbox for seven years, maybe. A long time. And it's... I started playing some games that were taking forever to load, and I was blaming the internet. I think I blamed Verizon recently. Um, turns out it's the uh, no, it's the fact that you're using an old goddamn Xbox, and the new Xbox doesn't even have a place to put a CD because everything is you buy online through the Microsoft Store, and you just play online. Turns out, yeah, that was what it was. So the the game that I'm playing now. Which is called Hunt Showdown, which is like a PVE, PVPVE. You're playing against people, but you're playing against monsters. And it's like late 1800s Louisiana, like weird. Yeah, and you just run around with guns, like pistols and rifles and shotguns and shit. And it's, uh, and I've been playing it on an old Xbox. So it's been taking forever to load, and then I get on there, and it's almost like playing with your one hand tied behind your back, and you don't realize it. You get a new device, you get the new console, then it turns out I don't suck at the game because I'm old. I've been playing with the antiquated shit, and all of a sudden it's like I've been, you know, after running up a hill carrying a backpack full of rocks, now I'm just running up a hill without that backpack. And I'm actually really good. I still get the shit kicked out of me by kids. I'm sure they're children. But I'm not it's 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 nice to learn that I'm not as bad as I thought I was. So yay for upgrading your system. Granted, I'm I bought an Xbox that's what, five years old, but it's new to me. I don't know if it's five years old. It's a few years old, but it's not the latest one. It's new to me and it rules. But the other thing, if you were looking for a, if you're looking for a game that has, that's like just to waste time on your phone, that has absolutely no conflicts. It's not a clicker. We have to keep clicking a bunch of things. Ah, this thing you have to, I mean, there's a cup. Yeah, you do have to kind of click a bunch, click some things, but it's not like a re repetitious clicker kind of a thing where you kind of have to keep hitting a thing. You just kind of you can check in on it. There's no bad guy. There's no conflict. It's just there. It's a and it's the artwork is great. And if you like cats, it's the way to go. It's called Cats and Soup. It doesn't make any sense. It's a game where you slowly collect cats who are like chopping up vegetables in different stations and one of them that likes stirring soup they're making soup that's the fucking game it's cats are just making soup and it sounds stupid why would you play a game about cats making soup well because it's visually stimulating it's got pleasant music it's soothing and you can watch cats run around and some get in rocking chairs and, you know, you can dress them. Like this is, it's weird. It doesn't make any sense, but it's free. And they even have the game like through the Netflix app, I think. I think you can play the game through Netflix without any ads. 
I've already committed, so I can't do that. I'm not going to start over. I'm, I'm playing my game. But, you know, I don't endorse a whole lot of things, so I'm going to endorse Cats and Soup because why, why not? There's some ads in it, but only if you want extra stuff. If you want the bare minimum, because there's no, like, race. It's not a race. You're not playing against – it's not a competition. So it's a very – I don't know. It's a very relaxing app. I thought I'd bring it up. Cats and Soup, guys. That's all I got on that. But uh, <laughs> uh, there is no one way – to be sober regardless of what you hear regardless of what 12 step will tell you not 12 step as a whole but mainly people in 12 step who believe that 12 step is the best way to go and it probably was for them but a lot of times you will hear them talk about people who are not working any kind of program who cold turkey alcohol or drugs and they call them dry drunks and I've talked about you know there has been an, I have done an episode on dry drunk you could probably search for it whatever I believe that's a that's a thing that that's based on on something real but I think it's thrown around too much it's thrown around and talked about about people who um, are doing things their own way. But it should be about people who just aren't, who have chosen not to do anything different in their lives, not to replace their drinking activity or their drug activity with a new, with something new. They're just abstaining. And they're miserable about it, like because they're not doing anything else. And that and that is a real thing. That's like my uh, my grandfather could be categorized as a dry drunk because he started taking medicine that made him sick if he drank. And that was the only thing that worked. But he didn't do anything else. He was just miserable at home all the time. However, that doesn't mean that anybody that quits cold turkey is a dry drunk or, you know, or that it's, they're not successful or that they did something wrong, that they need to be doing something different. I think a lot of people have done that. I met someone recently who, who did that. Um, I bought CBD from them. They were working at a, uh, at a shop and I had asked, you know, I had mentioned that uh, I used to do a lot of drugs and I used to really like to drink and I don't do either of those and I do like CBD to chill the F out. Um, let's keep the THC low to nil. You know, I don't want any psychedelic effects. I just like the chill out part. And um, And they had mentioned that they also used to have a drug addiction problem and that they were, uh, you know, that this is what they liked and that and it was very helpful. And I just flat out asked, I was like, Hey, just out of curiosity, how did you quit doing drugs? And they told me they just, they cold Turkey. 
But what they did was it was a cold turkey and then they moved. It was like a good timing that they needed to get out of a bad situation. So they moved out of the city that they were in, which was incidentally Houston, where I had just been that weekend. Um, but they left Houston just as the pandemic hit. So it's like a new place, middle of pandemic. And, um, and that's the thing about moving to a new place. It's not like, you know, you can ask your dealer, hey, do you have a referral in Austin, Texas? I'm about to move. Do you know, do you know any people? Um, it's not like a network. It's not like, uh, um, do you have any retail outlets in uh, Austin that also sells cocaine? So, yeah, but that's that, and and that's one of those things that the twelve step talks about is that you know you got to change people, places, and things, and that's just kind of a logical thing. Is um, it's hard to quit doing certain drugs if you're hanging around people who do the drugs and you're going to the same places where the people who do drugs hang out at um, and going to the places where you like to do drugs and going to places where you like to buy the drugs. And you're like, I'm going to hang out and do the same routines and go to the same places, but I'm just not going to do drugs. Well, how long do you think that's going to fucking last? So, but that had been, you know, but that's been three years. So they were, they've been successful with just doing, you know, as they call it, I just, you know, I just did cold turkey. But not really, because they moved to a new place. They changed their behavior patterns because they developed some new, new habits, some new routines. By going to a new place, you immediately reset and go, okay, well, what am I going to do here? I'm no longer in that situation. Now I'm in this new one. What can I do with it? Where can I go? What can I do differently? And and there's also something exciting about making making it new. So it's and and apparently working at a CBD place. So they seemed all right, and um, and it was just encouraging to me. And I wanted to uh, pass that along because it's true. There is no one way to do something. To, to there's no one way to cl- to be sober to get clean. If one path is blocked, you're like, I I wish I could do this. I wish I could go to rehab, but I don't have 30 grand. Then find, then you have to find a different way. And it can be done. You know, you don't hear about a lot of people because they move on and they don't go back to an AA or an NA meeting and go, Hey, just to let everybody know, I've been sober this whole time. I haven't been working the program. It can also work that way. Nobody takes that time. You got other shit to do. You're not going to go back and you're certainly not going to rub it in the faces of people trying to stay sober. So, but just know that they're out there. It's just really encouraging. So, uh, Hey, uh, stillsilverpod at gmail.com. That's all I got for you this week. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. All right. Later.
Yeah.